Hello. Welcome to You Ask, We Laugh. The brother and sister podcast where you ask questions and we attempt to answer them. Now enjoy our newest train wreck of an answer. <laughs> Howdy. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do it. Savannah, just open the soda can. It's fine. There you go. Savannah's trying to silently open a soda pop can in the back. This is not working. <laughs> um, how you doing? Doing great. To drop the accent. Why? Because. It's so fun. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Darn tootin'. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Even Savannah <laughs> looked at you weird. <laughs> Your own wife questioned you just now, which actually that probably happens a lot. <laughs> Any who's it's you, you having a good You week? literally just made fun of me for saying I a say, weird thing. No, and then I you say, said I say any who's it's. Any, that's the first time I've ever noticed you say oh, that. Well I don't say it with an accent, I just say any who's it's in my normal voice. You're saying things with like Trying to be like an old-timey Western person, and it is not working for you. Did I just highly offend you? There goes my aspiration to being a voice actor. Oh, shut up! You're so stupid. (laughs) Anyway, is that better? Is that a better transition word for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. You bow your head in shame. Anyway. <laughs> so, are you ready for the question this week? Sure. <laughs> or are you just still so offended? Just ask the question. <laughs> You're so upset. Just ask the thing. No, it's funny watching you squirm. <laughs> they can't see it, but it's funny for me. No. Okay. Anyway, so the question this week. What is your favorite type of poetry? Ooh, a lot of literary questions. Because my answer is different than yours. <sighs> Hold on. Wait, what are you doing? I have to be prepared for this. You have to be, what do you mean you have to be prepared for this? Apparently he has to get things. Oh, oh. Ah. I'm ready now. Okay. So, Parker. Yes. What is your favorite type of poetry? Type of poetry or favorite poem? Favorite type of poetry. Oh. Yeah, not favorite poem. No, Mm. no. You can put your binder away. Drop mic. Because <laughs> my favorite poetry is the one you hate the most. I know, it's free verse. I know it is. It's great. <laughs> it just... I think I'm a pretty simple guy. I think I like simple poems. 
Okay. So the first one, without really thinking about this question more, if if I had more time to think, I probably would have more, either a better answer or at least more answers to help explain my poetry taste or my poetic tastes. Okay. But off the top of my head, initial answer would be a quatrain. Can you explain for those? It's a of- simple four line. It's it's four lines per verse. Okay. A B A B C D C D okay. E F E. It's pretty E-F-E-F. simple. Okay. Rhyming. Now, yeah, it could. Yeah, that's okay. the rhyme scheme. All right, all right. So, um, because a couple, there's some poems that have that style or be very close to that kind of style. Yeah. Um, that are that I just really like. Yeah. So. But why don't you explain your free verse here? I adore free verse. Okay. I absolutely adore it because, well, there's many reasons. But one of the reasons why is I feel like you are not prisoned in a certain way of having to write. If that makes sense. Okay. Like you don't have to follow a certain scheme. A certain, like... Savannah's agreeing with me in the background. I like to look over and she's like nodding her head in agreeance with me. I like this. Anyway, Savannah's just chilling in the other, like, the other part of the room. Being as physically quiet as she can be. <laughs> um, so you, you and I are both poets. Yeah. We both write poetry. We do. Not many people know. Well, people know you write poetry. Not mm-hmm. very many people know I write poetry. I also keep my poetry to myself a lot, though. Same. There's very like, few, I let people know I write poetry, but I don't... There's very few people I've shared my poems with. I actually have a great story about what really made me put way more thought into my poetry, but I'll, I'll wait till it's my turn in this Okay. Question. Or at least until it's my formal turn in this discussion. Okay. Because there's the informal turn and there's <laughs> the formal turn. And the uh, interjected turn. Mm. Okay. Um, but continue free verse. So I, I tend to, so poetry for me is the way that I process emotions. So when I can't figure something out, I tend to write it down in on paper as a poem. So like right now, I actually don't know if I've told you this. Anyone who like the few people that we actually know that know me. Um, I'm currently writing a poetry book mm-hmm. that I'm going to publish or try to publish. Ooh, that was good. I'm so sorry solid. to the headphone listeners, but that was, that was a solid high five. Hopefully they weren't driving. Yeah. Hopefully not. All of a sudden they're just like, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're horrible people. For yeah. About that. So I'm <laughs> so, so sorry. Back to, po- back to poetry. Back I, to poetry. I, um... I'm currently going, I'm writing a poetry book about, um, my relationship with God. So I have several poems that are going into it. And I mean like the raw, honest, like sometimes it's a poem about me screaming as praying Mm -hmm. instead of like the eloquent what people think praying is. No, I'm talking about the raw. Mm-hmm. 
I am frustrated and upset and don't know what else to do mm-hmm. type of prayers. Um, things like that. Um, so I typically tend to write about that because I'm doing that. Or um, I also tend to write a lot about my anxiety mm-hmm. and my PTSD in poetry. And for both of those, it's a lot easier for me to write that kind of raw emotion in free verse. Because I don't have to find words that rhyme. I don't have to have a certain formula of writing it. I can just put it on paper and be as raw as I want to. And it makes sense. Now, don't get me wrong. I do sometimes not write free verse poetry. I do have poetry that has A, B, A, B... As a rhyming CD, scheme. CD. It has a rhyming scheme, mm-hmm. but I also write free verse that happen to have rhyming words in it. Yeah. So it's like a mix of the two. Well, just because something has a rhyme scheme doesn't make it not free verse. Yeah. So I also, um, in certain poems, may or may not swear. Mm. Not, not in a... Not in a vulgar way. Oh, um, Okay, I should explain this. I There is some poetry that I've written that has a swear word in it. But it's because I'm writing about my anxiety and the way that it makes me feel. And so sometimes when I write about that, the only words I can think of are swear words. But they're not directed at... They're never... They're, here's the thing. Parker. Yes. Here's the thing. I never, like, they're never directed at anything or anybody. Not really. Anyway, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's just like a, you know, when you're upset and you're just like, frick. But, like, you happen to say the other word or a different swear word or something. It's like one of those moments. It's not like a cussing somebody out type word. Yes. You know, if that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. You are not allowed to research. That is... <laughs> trying to sneak. Um, but that... So, like, I do have some poetry that has swear words in it. Mm-hmm. I also have a lot of poetry that's really sad. Because, like, I talk about... In some of my poems, I've talked about my abusive ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And some poetry. And for me... For a long time until now, that's how I process that relationship. But being able to write in free verse most of the time, it's much easier for me to get all those thoughts and feelings out Mm -hmm. than like having to feel like constrained. Yeah. That's why I like free verse. I tend to write, read other free verse poets too, because Mm -hmm. they seem to have the same kind of feelings that I do. Yeah. I, I will say with free verse, for the, that rawness that you're looking for, free yeah. verse is probably the way to go, honestly. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of free verse, per se. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain kind of why here in, in, a, in a minute or two. But yeah. in your case, I think free verse, for the most part, is is the way to go. Yeah. Because it, it is so raw. You're, you're really tapping into that that foundational, emotional level yeah. of what it means to be a human. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where my poetry comes from. Yeah. You know, you have poets that write about like the lilac flowers in the fields and they go prancing. No, that's not me. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a very emotional poet. Yeah. Like, very raw. Oh, poetry can get... Very... It, poetry expands the whole range of yeah. emotional spectrum. That mm-hmm. If you... I'll tell you one thing. If you really want a whole different side of poetry that most people haven't seen, read what was written during the First World War. Oh, I'm sure. It is... Literally, there's poems about people being gassed. Yeah. And how their their eyes are come. It's it gets it gets grotesque. Oh, I'm sure. Not to the point where most people could read it. Obviously, you don't want little kids reading it, but yeah. they wouldn't understand it. But mm-hmm. for the, it's not that grotesque. But it definitely gives you a hint into what it was, and that's really all you need. That's fair. So, um, some of it's structured, and some of it's reverse. So. Yeah. Um. That's the thing. I. I now that I say it out loud, I'm like writing about Jesus, and then I'm like swearing in other poems. <laughs> we all got our different but sides, man, though. I'm just. I, I think that would be interesting though in one collection, though, because it shows the whole brim. But if somebody were to read it, they would oh, still understand. Oh, this isn't one collection. Oh, it's not. It's different. So okay. I'm writing one book of poetry about my relationship with like God and Christ, and like anything like spiritual esque. Mm-hmm. And then I want, if that does well, I've considered publishing a poetry book about men- my mental health, which would be where the other poems come in. God. Okay. This makes sense. If that sense. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't. No, you're good. I... You're good. You're good. You're good. I... So right now I've been writing a lot more poems about Christ and like my relationship with him and different things. Um, I can look one up actually really quick. And kind of like, I won't read the whole thing, you know, but I can kind of like explain what I'm trying to, trying to say. So I have one um, that's like entitled Repentance. Mm. I have one that's in, um, titled like Paths of Holiness. Um, let's see. This one. Let me find the one I'm thinking of, sorry. Um, sorry, this is taking a second. No, it's 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 all good, so um I'm trying to find like a good like section like snippet without having to like read the whole thing that's fine um um let's see here here's here's half of a poem to understand that you are not an ordinary person, but a literal child of God, a loving God, an all-knowing God, a God who has given you that same power, if you want it, if you choose it, if you let it take hold of you in all the best ways. A pause in time when you know you can banish Satan. You can love others so fiercely and heal. You can move mountains and become a rock of salvation. You can remember your opportunities to hold the power of that God. I live for those moments. For those instances, I feel the most alive. I feel the most love for my eternal father. I hope you get those moments too. Those small moments in time. So. It's like stuff. It's like that. Yeah. 
And that was that was like that back the last yeah. end of a poem. But so they're not necessarily like I don't I don't know how to explain that, but it's basically like anything like on the spiritual side of things mm. that you can think about. Mm. It's kind of that kind of jive. Got it. I haven't shared many of them with you either. No. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I do enjoy them when you do share them. Yeah. I don't think I really shared any of my poetry with you in quite a while either. Not honestly. a while, no. Mm-mm. So. I'll have to read you some of my other emotional. Actually, I'm going to look one up. Okay. Did look... you want me to? Um. Actually, no. I have one right in mind. Okay. Um. That I can. This one's titled Anxiety. Okay. I have several that are titled Anxiety Part 2, Part 3, Part 4. But this one, this is a really short one, so I'll just read the whole thing. It says, it's like, I have this thought. Wait, never mind. It's not important. At least, I don't think you'll find it to be. Maybe you'll care, but probably not. Most people don't even stop to ever hear my thoughts. My mind's racing, making me think that my pacing is a bore. Mostly, it's a big chore. I'll just stay in my corner, pretending I don't exist, and try to mourn in attempts to not make you pissed. That's good. Thanks. No, no like, for real. No, that's thanks. Really, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's, so does that's, that make... That, that was actually a good example of what I meant by, like, sometimes I do rhyme and sometimes yeah. I don't. Yeah. So it's still free verse, but there are still words that, like, yeah. coincide. Yeah. So here, here's a question, then... Um, is, so what would be your favorite poet and your favorite poem then? I feel like this, ooh, I ooh. feel like this question is just too closely related to what we're talking about. That's fair. And I like talking about poetry. So yeah. I, do you want to, um, or do you want me to explain my side and then we can share favorite poems or poets? Go ahead and explain your side. Cause I can find mine. Okay. Um, cause here's the thing. All my poetry books are at home. Got it. That's fair. Um, and I'm currently reading several mm-hmm. poetry books right now. Um, so I have a bunch bookmarked. And like, Which, if you find any that you think I might like, let me know. They're all free verse. If you honestly think <laughs> I would like it, I will, I will try it because... Okay. So this... So what I pulled out earlier is a, is a little binder that there was a point in my life where I actually attempted to memorize several poems. You did. I remember that. This is that binder. Okay. And there are a cup. There is a cup. There is, there is at least one free verse poem in here. Okay. And it is indeed by Walt Whitman. Ooh. So you don't like Walt Whitman very much. There are two poems by Walt Whitman that I like that I've read. I okay. love "Oh Captain, My Captain" because yep. that's just the one you hear all the time, and it just there is a there's a rhythm to it. But the one I actually love the most by Walt Whitman is one called When I Heard the Learned Astronomer. Ooh. Okay. So, um, I won't read it, but I, I do recommend people look that one up online. It's literally, you can literally type in Walt Whitman Astronomer and it'll be like the first thing that pops up. At least it should be. So. Mm. Um, but, but as far as my, so the question was my favorite form of poetry, right? Yes. My favorite form of poetry is a quatrain, and just to read a definition of it by um, Stephen Fry. Okay. Because he wrote this whole book on poetry that I really, really like, which I recommend to you. Uh, He actually writes 
poetry explaining what the format is about. So Stephen Fry writes a quatrain poem explaining what a quatrain poem is. Which that's... Nice. I actually did that for an assignment one time in a poetry class. Okay. Um, I could either do the uh, midterm test or I could simply write a sonnet about what a sonnet is. Ooh. Not only did I write a sonnet about what a sonnet was, but I wrote, it, I wrote it from the point of view of a disgruntled student that didn't want to write a sonnet about what a sonnet was. The amount of times you just said I got sonnet. extra credit for it. <laughs> and I got extra credit for it. He, loved, of... he literally gave me like a hundred, say it was worth a hundred points. He gave me 101 points. He's like, I just like it. That was really funny. Yeah. And he's like, plus you wrote a sonnet. <laughs> yeah. It's not my best sonnet, but that's, he wasn't necessarily Fair. looking for yeah. quality. It's understanding yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, um, so the example he so um it this form has been used for so long um the the poem that he uh says is Gray's Elegy written in a country churchyard Ooh. which I think a lot of people that know anything about poetry have heard of it but they may not have read it. That's fair. So but it it is what I said it was. It's literally just it's it's four lines in a stanza Going A B A B C D C D E F E F, it's similar to, um, and it could be it can be interlocking, so it could be like A B A B, C B C B, like it can interlock yeah. in rhyme, but mostly it's A B A B C D C D E F E F. It's just a very simple way to to put structure to a poem and still not have too many restrictions as you were talking about, and so. I like that one because that's the one I always default to when I write poetry because that's it's just fair. very simple. It's straightforward. Um, I don't have to occasionally double check to make sure I'm writing it correctly. That's fair. Because um, I've tried writing sonnets before. Sonnets can be, because sonnets are 14 lines and you'd be surprised how long 14 lines becomes by the time you get to line, you know, eight or nine. You're like, Fetch. that's fair. And then to wrap it up in the in the way that you're doing it, depending on if it's an Italian or yeah. if it's a, a Shakespearean sonnet, but um, that's fair. so that's the format I like. Um, for instance, I so I wrote a poem a long time ago. This was one of the few times that I wrote a poem in high school. Okay. That I even think about because I burned the rest <laughs> because high school poetry is garbage. And I will have that point of view till my dying day. Do you want to share? Yeah. So, every time I pass this way, I see an oak, a growing tree, that makes me think of you and me every time I pass this way. And every time I sit beneath, within the shade, the month of May, recalls to mind our finer days every time I pass this way. And those are the first two stanzas of it. Nice. I never got much further than that. Okay. I did complete it. I remember it being garbage, but the first two stanzas I've always liked and I've always been like, you know, especially for high school me. Yeah. I, I will own those two yeah. stanzas. So I've, I've always kept them in my back pocket for a day. So, but that's one off the top of my head that I've done before. I've tried writing sonnets. I've, I've actually done, I have written a sonnet before. It's not the greatest thing, but I did complete it, and I was still very proud of it. Um, I've tried writing a, a Valanil. I think that, I believe that's how you pronounce it. 
the flannel has a lot of rules to it. Mm. The most notable one that most people think, and people think it's freeverse too, but it's not. It's a flannel. Also, the word flannel is really funny. If I'm pronouncing it right. So right. if anybody is listening to this and they're like, oh, he's pronouncing it wrong, I know. <laughs> we are aware. Yes. And I've said it before, I suck at pronunciation. But the point being is the most popular form of that form of poetry is Dylan Thomas's uh, Rage, Rage Against the Dying of the Light. Mm. Or I think that's the title of the poem. Nice. It's it's a very common poem. And yeah. And I can, I, mean, I can try, let's see if I can find it here or at least find the... So I also have my poem up ready whenever we want to talk about that. Yeah, so I'll I'll just I'll I'll skip that. I'll go back to my favorite form and I'll just read one um I'll read one poem that's written in a quatrain. Okay. Um so it and, and a lot of famous poets have done this. So Robert Frost has done this. Um if anybody knows that um you know that famous phrase, I am the master of my fate, I am the yep. captain of my soul? That's from a poem called Invictus. That is written in a quatrain, and it's by William Ernest Henley. Nice. Who I believe was a World War One veteran, too. Ooh. He came back from war, and I think he lost the use of his leg. Okay. And he wrote that poem while in the hospital. Oh, wow. Just to try to overcome. Okay. But it's also been used by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Okay. Which is the arrow in the song. And I actually first learned about this poem from a csi episode ah, that's when, great when somebody when a they were investigating and they were in a, in a mobile home and the owner of the mobile home starts quoting the poem underneath and then the one girl finishes the last two lines of the last stanza nice i shot an arrow into the air it fell to earth i knew not where for so swiftly it flew the sight could not follow in its flight I breathed a song into the air. It fell to earth I knew not where. For who has sight so keen and strong that it can follow the flight of song? Ooh. Long, long afterward in an oak, I found the arrow still unbroke. And the song from beginning to end, I found again in the heart of a friend. Nice. Yeah. I like it. So I, I really love simple poems. There's another poem called Trees by Joyce Kilmer again, a World War I um, he was actually going to be the most prestigious Catholic American author of mm -hmm. his time if he didn't die prematurely. Ooh. He died one week before Armistice was signed. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. He died on a scouting mission, and he always volunteered for them. That's rough. But he wrote a poem called Trees, and I'll, I'll read this one last poem. I know this isn't a reading poem podcast, but I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree... A tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the earth's sweet floating breast. A tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray. A tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair. Upon his bosom snow has lain, who intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Ooh. So that's not a quatrain. The air on the song is a quatrain. Yeah. Um, Stopping by Woods on the Snowy Evening by Robert Frost is a quatrain. Okay. Invictus is a quatrain. Yeah. Trees is... Half a quatrain because the stanzas are only two lines long. Yeah. So. Fair. But they do, they do, it, there is a rhyming scheme still. It's, it's right. A, A, B, B, C, C. Yeah. Okay. So, but. So, I, who is your favorite poet then? Oh, favorite poet. That's so hard. I, I can tell you my favorite poem. 
Well, you asked me what my who my favorite poet was. Yeah, I'm gonna start with poem though because I actually know the answer to that poem. Okay. Um, because this was introduced, and I'll put some preface to this. Okay. Okay. This was introduced to me by my senior high school English teacher. Okay. And I decided that I wanted his opinion on my poetry, so I gave him some. Okay. So he came back during my sixth hour, my prep hour. Okay. So I came back, and he and I said, "Did you read them?" He's like, "Yeah." But I wanted to show you some poetry first. So he had me read aloud um, Alfred Lord Tennyson um, and a lot of other great notable poems uh-huh. and poets. Okay. And I read them out loud. And then he handed me my poem and said, read it out loud. And I read like two stanzas of it. And I stopped. And he says, did you have a thought? And I was like, yeah, my poetry sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And he said this. He says, if you're not filling binders with crossed out verses, you're not writing poetry right. Yeah. Because it's supposed... He he described it as a song. Kind of like the arrow in the song. And that's... He also taught me in that same instance why I prefer structured poetry over free verse poetry. It's because I think that if if poets can, can make such beautiful poems within structure... I think that honestly says more to their creativity than anything else. That's fair. Now, there's a time and place for free verse for sure. As I said, yeah. I have one in here that I really like. Yeah. When I heard Lord an Astronomer. But that's... So, I, sorry. My favorite poem, it's called If by Rudyard Kipling. Okay. And it is about what it means to be a man. Nice. And so for me, who who have some good examples in my life it means a lot to me yeah it's a pretty it's a lengthy poem so but i do recommend people read it but though although it's about becoming because he kipling wrote it for his son nice and essentially the whole idea is if you can do all these things and more you know yours is the earth and everything that's in it and what's more you'll be a man my son nice which is ultimately the greatest goal in, in kipling's opinion right. was to be a true man Okay. And so, but anybody can read it, male, female, whatever, and still get a great lesson out of it. So. Very fair. Um, I don't know if I, I'm going to not lie, I don't know if I have a favorite poet. That's fair. That's I, kind of where I'm at. I have um, a collection of poetry books, and I have beloved poems in there. Hmm. Um, I, uh, I love Walt Whitman. I love um, Tyler Not Jensen. He tends to write like sappy romance kind of poetry, like you complete me type poetry. So like when I'm feeling sappy, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to read some of this poetry. It's like the hallmark of poetry. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then there's one, um, my friend just got me a poetry book for Christmas last year. And it's by a girl um, named Whitney... Hanson, I believe her last name is. She just published her first poetry book. Mm-hmm. And it very much speaks to me on my anxiety PTSD side. Of like the spectrum of like my soul kind of a thing. Mm. So that's what I'm reading right now. Which is really cool. But one of my favorite poems by none of those people. It's by Morgan ha- Harper Nicholas Nichols. And it's... I do not know all the places you have been, but I do know there is a place at the table for you. 
I do know there is room for your laughter, your stories, your thoughts about things, or your unfinished sentences, your wildest of dreams. There is room for, for your presence. There is room for you to be here in this moment. For all of this matters, here at this table and every moment after. It's good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, I do want to get more into modern poetry. I'm very trained and trained to appreciate more the classic side. Fair. Um, and so, so I definitely want to read more modern, but I know a lot of modern poetry is also free verse. Free verse. Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's always been my hang up is I really want to get into modern poetry, but it, free verse doesn't always speak to me the same way. That's fair. As I said, I, the beauty of structured poetry and the fact that people, you know, because in a way, I think for these poems, poets are not restrictions. Yeah. They're guidelines on how to create an amazing poem. That's fair. And there's a reason why these structured formats have lasted throughout the centuries, too. Yeah. I mean, you look at look at the Valanil. It's been around since, like, the 13th century. Yeah. The two, 1200s. That's it's, fair. You know, there's a reason why. And then there's a more modern poem, like Dylan Thomas, who writes a Valanil, and it's really popular. Yeah. Even though the form's been around since centuries before. Yeah. So I, I think I, that's how I see it. I mean, as I said, I think there is definitely a time for free verse for sure. But, but I mean, as far as favorite, I can list a few favorite poets for sure. I like I like Kipling, obviously. Yeah. Um, I love Joyce Kilmer. Um, I do like C.S. I do like C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis wrote a lot of poetry. Yeah, he did. Um, Tolkien wrote some poetry. There's one called The Little House of Lost Play that I really like. It's kind of the innocence of childhood and the beauty of it. Nice. Um, nice. It's about two pages long. Okay. Uh, but he also wrote an entire book that is two epic poems. Nice. And it's several hundred pages long. Sorry. Yeah. It's hardcore stuff. Um, but yeah, I just, I also, I like Robert Frost. Um, I also, I have an appreciation for, um, Lewis Carroll. I love yeah. Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky was the first Lewis poem I ever Carroll's memorized. Lewis a good one. That's the first poem I ever memorized with Jabberwocky. Nice. So. Very cool. It was brilliant. And silly tiles, the gear and gimbal in the way. A mimsy with a border girl. It's the mom grass up there. Yeah. First and last stanza. Nice. So, but yeah, so. We are really big poetry people. Yeah, it was kind of nice to talk about it. I haven't talked about poetry in a long yeah. time. Or I haven't even really written or thought about poetry in a long time. It's just kind of that there's just been so many other things that I've That's fair. been interested in, in learning more about and focused on. And fair. I think it'd be fun to, to go back to my roots in a way. Yeah, well. I mean, I pulled out like five books. Fair. Should I, like, <laughs> selfishly plug myself? Sure. Go for I it. I will let you guys know when I publish my book. I don't know when that will be. I would love to have it be by the end of the year. But I don't know how realistic that is. So we will see. <laughs> but, um, work on it. It's interesting, though. A lot of, a lot of famous poets, they're almost like one-hit wonders. Yeah. There's that one or I two poems that they really wrote, and then the rest is kind of... It's kind of like, like Joyce Kilmer. Treasus is most well-known. That and Requiem. 
That's Those fair. are the only two poems that people remember by him out of all the poems he wrote. Requiem is only remembered because the the army company he was a part of, or at least the modern successor to his company, yeah, they still recite that poem for every time a member of that company dies. Ooh. In Requiem. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, and that's the only reason. And then trees, people really like it. A lot of poems criticize how simple it is, but that's like for me, it's like that's the beauty that's, of it, though. That's the absolute beauty of yeah. it, though. So. Very fair. I think I think the world could use a little more simplicity. Same. So. Very very same. Anyway. Well, cool. Well, now everybody knows we're poet nerds. Yeah, everyone knows that we are poets. We're not just poet nerds, Parker. We write poetry. So that makes us poets. But that also still makes us poetry nerds. Yes. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, cool, yo. Yeah. Well, if you guys want to share your thoughts about poetry and or your favorite poems and or poets, let us know. I will definitely take poetry recommendations. Yeah, same. So. 100%. Because I've only found one collection that I'm actually reading through that's modern. Okay. Yep. It's not too free versy. Fair. I'll show you in a sec. Sounds good. So. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a question you'd like us to tackle, email us at youaskwelaugh at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram page at youaskwelaugh. Please consider following us on Instagram and leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. It seriously helps us a ton. See you next week for another fun and glorious train wreck.